0: Are we recording? Yes, we're recording. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to the Bet Torah slash Haral Levanon, Daf Yomi. Today's Daf is Daf Samach Aleph. We're going to be starting on Daf Samach Amud Bet around the middle of the page. We left off, we left off, let's see. Okay. 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 did Okay. Okay. we did, that. We did this already. That's where Okay. 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 So Where is the that? The first word line is my. It is about twelve lines from the bottom of twelve lines from the bottom of the narrow lines. Okay. Did everyone see it? My first word line, my. Carl, you with me?
1: Yeah, I'm trying. I oh, am. Yeah. Um, hold on. First yeah. line. You
0: got it. You saying from the first wide line? No, it's it before the first wide line. In the next, line, twelve lines before the wide lines, my fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, so, ba'imine yep. at the end of that line, a certain ratzana. Um, which was which is, ratsana is a guy who makes shoes, I think. Right? Bahiminayahu a shoemaker, asked Rab Ami the following question. If you sewed onto the inside, what's the law? Let's explain what's going on. Here. A sandal a flat bottom only has a sole and it has a strap going over the top. That's a sandal. The difference between the sandal and a shoe is that a shoe has an upper upper is the part that goes on top of you that your foot slides into whereas a sandal only has a sole with no upper so we're asking a question now if you had a sandal that had nails and we said that you're not allowed to use the nails especially because it out the rabbis on shabbat not to use a nailed sandal at all if a person took us uh, something that was a sandal and then you sewed an upper onto it. Do we say it's allowed or not? Amar So Rav Ami told him back, mutar. It's mutar. Velo yadana, But I don't know why. So Rav Ashi, Amar Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi told Rav Ami, velo yadana, more, my Does the rabbi not know why? Came on the top fruit of the have a liminal. Once you sewed it on the inside. It's now a shoe, and once it's a shoe, but sandal The rabbis didn't make a gizena on a shoe, and we only in, in a law like this we limit it to we limit it to what the rabbis made a gizena on. Since they only made a gizena on a sandal, once you put an upper, it's not a sandal, and the gizena doesn't apply. The Gemara says another story. Okay. This rabbi asked another rabbi, "Asu kemin kubus mahu? If the nail—normally nails are straight. What if we use a nail that's twisted like a staple, so it looks like a staple that has double-sided? Okay. And therefore, since your nails are funny-looking, do we say that that's still part of the still nails, and it's still asura to wear a sandal like that?" Or maybe because your nails are staples, it should be okay. Amar lay, so he told him back, mutar. It's mutar. Since it's staple-looking, that's not mm-hmm. the rabbi. Said, it's also mutar. It my nami amar b'yosubir asu kimin kuvlus mutar. If you make the nail like a staple, it's mutar. Okay. Amar sheshat chifu kulo b'misverot. If we cover the whole soul with nails, okay? So you have the bottom of the you have the bottom of the thing and you cover the whole bottom with nails. What's the halacha? You cover the whole bottom with nails in order that the ground underneath it doesn't end up um means eat it, but it doesn't mean eat it. It means use it up. The leather is delicate. If you cover it with nails, so the nails will make it much sturdier and will last longer. Okay? So if a guy had a sandal that's covered the whole bottom with nails, is it muta or not? Now, one would think that it should be asur, Irving, because that's worse, the more dangerous item. But in fact, we don't really care about danger. It depends on what the rabbis what the rabbis are making us made a gazella on. Oh, we have Sam over here. Hold on a second. Why can't I see everybody? Sam, you're on? Hold on. Hi, Rabbi. Welcome, Sam.
1: Let me uh, let everybody know you're on.
0: Okay, good. So so we have a question. What's the law if you covered it with nails? Is it part of the Gizir? Or not? So says the Gemara. Tanya um Mutar. So he said, We have a brighter that supports that it's going to be Mutar. It says, person shouldn't go out with a sandal that has nails in it. Not only shouldn't you go out with it, you can't go from house to house. Even in the same house, to go from one bed to another bed wearing these sandals, asur on Shabbat, part of the Gezerah of the rabbis. It's interesting Gezerah. It's not even wearing it outside, it has to do with wearing it at all. Interesting. It makes sense that it's wearing it at all because in the case that started it, which was the story in the cave, they didn't, weren't wearing it outside, they were wearing it in the cave. Right? but you're allowed to move it to cover utensil with. If you want to use the sandal to cover utensil so a snake can't get in or something like that, it's mutar. Or you could use it to put it under the legs of a bed. You have a bed that is shaking and you want to make sure that you put something under one leg to make it longer so it doesn't shake. You're allowed to use the sandal even though you're touching a sandal that has Nails in it, and it's a to sort of wear, but you're allowed to use it to, for the bed. That's according to the coin Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon, said. Rabbi Rabbi Shimon says it's a Oh, Carl, what happened, Carl? I think that your it's your phone because Irving stayed on. Are you, am I on by myself? Hold on a second. Pause. No. Okay. Where are you now? So now we're in Tanya of Shishat. We have a bride to like her Shishat. A person should go out with a sandal that has nails in it, of course, like we said before. We like to everybody, right? You can't even go from house to house with it. Even in the house, you can't go from bed to bed wearing this sandal. You're not in on Shabbat at all. Okay? Now, but you're, even though we said it's Asur, you are allowed to use the sandal to cover a Kelly. Or to use it to put under a bed in case your bed is shaky, you want to put it under one leg to support it, you can. That's according to Tarakama. The according to Reza says it's Asur to use it to cover a bed. He holds it 100%. If most of the nails fell out, and you left it with four or five nails, then it's mutar. Rabbi Matir ad sheva. Rabbi allows up to seven nails, like we said before. Rabbi allows up, up to seven nails. If I put if I put an upper onto the onto the sandal and I made it into a shoe, I put nails to hold the upper there. Mutar mutar. Asu kavlus. If you made it like a staple, or kimintas, or like a bar, a different type of nail, or funny nail, or or like a steak, another funny nail, or or you covered it completely, with in order that, that the that the ground doesn't consume it. Mutar then it's mutar. So we brought it for this last case, which was the case of covered fully with. With nails. If you covered it fully with nails, it's not a normal looking shoe and it's not included in the Gizira, and you're allowed to wear it. And you're allowed to wear it that day. Okay? So far, so good. Now, the Gemara is going to point out Hagufa Kasha. Now, Hagufa Kasha always indicates that there's two things in the Brightot which seem to be contradicting each other. So the two things are as follows. Number one, Amru, you said if most of the nails fell out, it's okay. It sounds like even if there's a lot left. So, Yanni, let's say you have a sandal that has 20 nails in it. So, if most of the nails fell out, that means 11 nails are gone. You're still left with nine. It sounds like it's okay because we said if most fall out, it's okay. But then we said, then you said, Alba or only four or five is okay to be but more not so. The same right says if most fall out, it's okay, and then it says four or five is okay. Well, four or five is okay as long as most is okay. What's going on? I'm is everyone with me? You got this one? Yeah, okay. So says the Gemara, I'll tell you which line are we in. I'm sorry, just what me. Um, okay, we are now. Um, it the first row line is gufa. Thank you. Okay. Ha gufa kash, I'm not do nothing. You said if most of them fell out, I'll forgot the shadow too. Even if a lot of that are oh, okay. The and then you say Alba Kamesh in four or five is okay. Very low, but more than four or five is not allowed, no matter how many fill out. It depends if they got worn down or if they got removed. So, Yanni, like this. So, if they got worn down, then it's okay, even if you have nine left. If I had 20, let's let let's assume, for example's sake, that you had a, a, a sandal with 20 nails in it. And 20 nails is Asur. Or 30 nails. 30 nails for sure Asur. Okay? And now 16 nails fall out. So the majority are out. One, one brightness, is that's okay. And the other part of the brightness sounds like you need to, not more than four or five. We're answering like this. If the nails are totally out. So therefore, the guy looking at it doesn't see any remnant of the nails. Then you can't have more than four or five. Because, People don't see, people don't see that most of the nails fell out. But if the nails just lost their heads and the, the, the other parts are still in and people could see that it's missing a lot of nails, so then they'll see that it's not part of the gazera, then it's okay to have 14 nails in the thing because the other the other 16 nails still have a piece and everyone sees that it's a broken thing and therefore it's okay. Is everyone clear? Awesome. Now, we have another problem. When, whenever you see the Mishnah say that four or five are left is okay, the Gemara wants to know, if you tell me five is okay, what's the point of saying four? So says the Gemara, if five is allowed, do you need to tell me about four? says the Gemara, alba misandal katan five misandal Gado. When we said four, it means four in a fitting sandal that doesn't have a top. And chamesh misandal gadol. Five is from a sandal, which, which means like this. A bigger sandal is not tightly fitted on your foot. So you need one for the strap. Okay? If you remember, we said when there's five, it means that there's two on one, on one side, two on the other side, and one for the strap. Right. Now, if it's a small one, which is a tight-fitting one, doesn't need a strap, then you only need four. And if it's a big one, which needs a strap, then of course there's five. That's what we're talking about. Four or five is whether it's tight-fitting or loose-fitting sandals. Okay. We said also in the B'raita, Rebbe Matir Ad Sheva. Rebbe allows it up to seven nails left. Says the Gemara. Matir didn't we say that Rebbe lets in the bright that we said the Rebbe lets tell 13? Why here are we saying seven? Answering, well, no Teshani. We're talking about an uneven one. If it's uneven one and you're using the extra nail to even out the soul, then it's okay to have thirteen. Hashida Ati said that an uneven one you could have more. The Rebyokana Nabi we have no question of Rabyokanan. When Rabyokan says that only five are okay, no te shani. He could say, it's not a problem, because no is different. That's why Rabbi Yochanan could allow seven nails when it's there. The same way, Rabbi lets, if you remember, we had Rabbi letting seven, and he lets 13 if it's leaning. So we have Rabbi Yochanan who's allowing five, he's allowing seven when it's leaning. And we answer the question before, whether Rabbi Yochanan holds five or seven, we'll say the same thing. And in a leaning one, it's different. Gorgeous. Okay. Now we're discussing the idea that the brightness says that you're allowed to move it. We, we had a machloket, whether you're allowed to, it, is these sandals that you're now allowed to wear, are they muxer? Could you use them to cover a kili or to even out your bed? So there was a machloket in the Mishnah, in the Brita we just mentioned. Tanakama had said that it's okay to move it as long as you're not wearing it on your foot. And, and Rav, um, and Rav Shimon ben Al-Azad said that you're not allowed to move it is mukseh. Okay. So, it says the Gemara, Amar Matna, Amar Rav Achbadi, Amar Rav Matna, and halacha <laughs> kevazim The Halacha doesn't bother vazim We hold that it is not mukseh, and you are allowed to use it to straighten out your bed. So says the Gemara, Shita, of course, you have Tanakama, which is like the Rabbanan, and you have one rabbi coming and he says, oh, you're not allowed to do it. We always follow the majority. What do I need you to tell me that for? Obviously. So says the Gemara, no. I might have thunk. Hold on. Did I lose everyone? Oh, I hope I lose everyone. One second. I'm good. Mao the tamer. Oh, good. You're still there. Good. Mao the tamer. I would have thought. Let me get this quick. It kicked me out, Carl. Hold on. Guys, did you lose me over there? You're good, you're good. You couldn't hear, Rabbi. Oh, you heard me the whole time? Because my phone stopped and started. Where sh- I don't want to miss, I'm recording this. Where did I leave off?
1: Tema.
0: Did you see Amar Amchia or no? Okay, so I'll start from Ma'odeteyma. Tema, I would have thought. I would think that maybe Elizabeth Shimon's reasoning is good with this because since he's saying that you shouldn't touch it, because if you touch this sandal, you're going to end up wearing it. If you're going to, we're going to allow you to carry it to put it under your bed, you might put it on because it's so comfortable. So you would think that even though he's Yachid, we could go with him, Kamash Ashwaland, and we still don't go with him. Beautiful. Now, we would say, I was saying before Carl was on with the phone, he heard it, that rabbis in general, they don't want to be too lenient or too strict. So Reb Chia went from Babylonia to Israel. And when he was going there, he met some people. And he was saying a few of his halachot. And he says, if it wasn't for the fact that I was afraid that people are going to call me the lenient Babylonian rabbi, I would say that not only that you could, I would allow a lot more nails in my sandals than these rabbis. We only saw rabbis allowing five or seven. Rebchia is saying, if, it was, if I wasn't scared they're going to call me the lenient rabbi, I would allow much more nails than these rabbis are letting in the sandals. So the Gmar says, how many more nails would he let? In Pumbedita, they said he would let 24 nails in his sandals. In sura, I mean, in sura they said that he would let twenty-two nails. Amar of Nachman said a way to remember: in which yeshiva did they say that he would say differently? This is the lenient rabbi. The lenient rabbi is saying, I would have let either uh, I would let much more nails than five or seven. And he didn't say how many. In Pompadita, they quoted him. That he would let up to 24. In Surah, they quote him that he let up, up to 22. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, Nachman Yitzchak is claiming the way to remember what Rabkhia would let is as follows. Till you got the Pumpadita from Surah, you lost two. Which means like this
1: How do you know 24?
0: Said 24, one said 22. Right, so when you go from one to the next, you lost two of them. So right. it's between 24 and 22. Okay. Now, says the Gemara. We're on the bottom line, the last five words of Daf uh, Samach. We said you now let it go outside with one sandal if you have a, unless you have a. Wound on your foot. Right? Says the Gemara, So the Gemara says, But it sounds like if you do have a wound on your foot, nafik, you could go out with one sandal. The Gemara wants to know, On which of your feet could you wear the sandal? What do you mean? Whichever one is hurt. hurt. On guess. the injured one or the
1: non-injured one? Why would you be able to wear it on the non-injured one?
0: Why would you be able to wear it on the non-injured one? It's funny that you said that, Irving, because when I learned the Gemara, I wanted to know why would you have to wear it on the injured one? My assumption was you, got, you have a guy who has a cast or something. On the cast, he doesn't wear one.
1: I'm not going to fit right on the, uh, with
0: the cast. Right. So we're letting a guy with a cast or something like that, or I don't know what, or, or or a sling or something, we're letting him go with just one sandal on the good foot and the other one he doesn't need one because anyway he's not gonna work with it much yeah
1: but in that case why would i need it why would i need a shoe on my good my good foot
0: you need a shoe because you're walking outside we want shoes all right if if the horn gets arise because maybe he stumbled on someone it's it's it has injured feet so you're on two different things i need only one guy talking let me hear ben first give me one second carl the horn gets right, what the star? Because we're afraid that this guy's gonna, uh, he's gonna stomp on someone, but if you can just shut his feet. Is oh, no, 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 hold on one second, Ben. We're not talking about the stomping on things now. With, we switch to the going with one sandal one, one sandal. No there's, no, there's no nails on it. We don't let you go out with one sandal. Oh, okay. So, yes, Carl, What's your question? I
1: said, Rabbi, why would anybody go out with one sandal anyway, even if he was not injured? Why would anybody walk out with one sandal?
0: If he only has one. Well,
1: why okay? But why would he only have
0: one? He lost his, his kid through it down the, down the drain. Okay. Sorry. You don't have kids, Carl? Okay.
1: Uh, and now we're not afraid anymore that he's going to take off this one shoe. The whole gazette was that we were afraid he was going to take off one shoe because it looks weird.
0: Right. Oh, well, hold on. We're going to see that there's two different ways to learn the gazette We'll see you in a second. Uh-huh. Just stick with us. So, Marta, though, Amr Abuna. Rebuna learns it like Irving. He says, when, when you go out with one shoe, you're allowed to go out with the one that has the booboo. The one that has the problem, you can put it on that that foot. Okay? Alma we see. holds Sandal Shum sal avid. The person wears a sandal to protect the foot that's hurt from pain. And therefore, you can wear even one for that foot. And that's according to... Rav Huna, Rav Chiyah Bar says, "Beotase and Bamaka." It has to be like me on the one that has nothing. Alma, we see, Kasav Rav Chiyah holds, Rav holds, "Leshum Tanugavid." We put it for comfort. And if we, the one that has a wound, Makata Mochicha Right. which means we're worried that people are going to see you and they think you're carrying your other shoe. But if you have a wound on your foot, people see that it's a wound and they're not going to suspect you of carrying the other shoe. So if you have only one, according to this, if you have only one shoe, we're worried people are going to see you. Say, oh, where's you're probably carrying the other shoe. But now that you, you have a wound on the bad one, they're going to know that you're good. Okay? The Amr of Yochanan, of because one time Yokanan told of give me my, my shoe Ya mean he gave him his right shoe so he told him he said, ah, you made me like a guy who has a wound because you give me one shoe you give me one shoe I can't go out with one shoe." Unless I have a wound. You're making me like I have a wound. Why give me one shoe? Give me both shoes. Okay. That's the story. The Gemara says, no, it's not. So we wanted to say, we assumed at this point that Rabbi Yochanan meant that since he's wearing just his right shoe, it sounds like he has a wound on that foot. Right? So therefore, he agrees. That oh, that it goes on the the foot that has he the injured, wound on it on the, on the injured foot like like Irving it says yeah. no Dilma maybe he really holds that it goes like Rabbi Stevie on on the wrong foot this is what he meant to say asita small m'aka if I would put it on my left one I'm sorry if I put it on my, if you give me my right shoe so that it looks like my left one has a wound it's not not a question. Could go either way, okay. Hold on. okay. Let's continue. Now, we either way. Once we mentioned this story, which we thought was the proof, we're going to now get involved into a machloket about which foot, which shoe should be put on first. Now, don't ask me any questions from Halakha that you might know. This is a gemara which is before the Halakha. so I want to give yeah, you that warning beforehand. Okay, okay. Says the gemara. The Rebbe Yochanan Ta'ameh. Rebbe Yochanan goes with his rule. The Rebbe Yochanan Kitfilin kach min just like Kitfilin. That's how your shoes go. Ma Kitfilin be just like Tipelein, you put on your left one first. Af al bismol. You also start your shoes, always put your left foot on first. Okay? Now, of course, we know that you only have one hand that's Tipelein. But you just like you start with the left with Tipelein, so too you start with the left for shoes asked on my TV, "What do you mean? We have a brighter that says, It says when you put on your shoes, put the right shoe first and then the left shoe. That's a brighter against Reb Yochanan. Amar Reb Yosef says 'Hashde detanya Since you have a brighter this way, and Reb Yochanan say, that says the right shoe foot first, and Reb Yochanan saying that the left shoe first. David hachi avid, David hachi avid." Either way you do it, you're okay. Because if you do left shoe first, you're good like Rabbi Yokan. And if you do right shoe first, you're good like the Breitah. That's according to Rabbi Yosef. Amr le'abaya. Abaya, his student, told his Rebbe Rabbi Yosef, Dilma, Rabbi Yochanan, Hamatita, How are you allowed to go with the yokanan against the Breitah? You're assuming Rabbi Yochanan's arguing on the Breitah? Maybe he never heard the Breitah. We never see this said by Mishnehot, but by Braytot, sometimes the rabbi never heard it. So you're going to assume, but you're going to go put your left shoe on first and say, oh, Rabbi Yochanan did, does that. Rabbi Yochanan might not have heard the Braytah. Maybe he would agree if you he heard the Brighton, you have to do the right shoe first. Maybe he would back out. And if he did heard it, hear of it, because of an maybe he heard it. And he saw, and he thinks the not like that. Therefore, we have problems here. So it says the Gemara, Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzchak, so Rechaz says, If you fear Shemaim, you should cover both. Heche Avid. Umanu, I'm sorry. Umanu, and which rabbi did that? More braider Avinah. More than a reader used to cover both. Left and right. Now, how can you put the left shoe on first and the right shoe on first? How do you do it? Hey, Khabib, how do you put both shoes on first? says, Sayam Put on his right shoe and not tie it. Visyam Then put on his left shoe and tie the left shoe. and then tie the right shoe. So by tying the left shoe first, he's showing that he's into his Tifilin because he tied the left shoe first and didn't get tied. But he's putting the right shoe first to cover the bright up. That's what we do today. That's what you do today, correct. But let's see. Amr of Ashi, Rav Ashi says, I saw of Kahana that he was not strict, which means he would put on whatever shoe first, first. Sometimes left and sometimes right. Now, Some rabbis look at this gemara, and this is the end of the gemara about the shoes. Some rabbis look at the gemara, and they say, look, the gemara says you should try to do both. Everyone should put on the right shoe first, left shoe, tie it, and then go back. That's what some people say. And other rabbis look at the gemara, and they say, look, but the last rabbi mentions says he doesn't care. So therefore, there's no rule. But there's no one who says there's anything wrong with putting on the right shoe first. The left, you would do it. So therefore, many people do it nowadays. And that's why Carl says that that's what people do nowadays. Is everyone with me here? Yes. Okay. Now, we were really supposed to start the other class now, but we got delayed by a lot of things. So we'll keep going. When they come on, you let me know. I can't see everyone on getting on. But let me know if people can on. Okay? Good. It's like it, when you do it on this room, it's like you're in the shul. You're in the shul. If people come in, you see them come in. If they come in, oh, you're here for the this. Wait a second. We're starting. Let's this first. You know? Okay. Exactly. If you send them a link, then you, they, they're waiting. You they don't know where you are. But yeah, they, they know what I'm doing. I'm here with you guys. Okay. Tanura Rabanan. We learned it in a brach. Kishu Noel. When you put on your shoes, Noel, she mean vachashon lishas Put on the right and the left. Kishu When you take them off, chleitz Take off the left. Then you take off the right. Kishu When you go to the when you go wash yourself, wash your right hand first, then your left hand first. When you put on oil, put on the right one, put oil on the right one first, then the left one first. If you want to, want to put oil on your whole body, do your head first. Why? Because the head, is the, because the head is the ruler of all a person's limbs. Beautiful. Okay. Now let's go to the Tifilin. We said in the Mishnah, you can't go out with Tifilin. Not only according to the rabbi who says that you shouldn't wear tefillin on Shabbat. Irving, remember you commented on this in the, in the Mishnah? So it yeah. seems like Irving said in the Mishnah that you don't wear Tifilin on Shabbat. Irving is Right. You know, we don't wear tefillin on Shabbat. I was just joking with him when we went to Mishnah. But there are rabbis who say that, um, there are rabbis who say that Shabbat, you can wear tefillin. And if you do wear tefillin on Shabbat, you do get a mitzvah. So we're wondering, when the Mishnah said that you can't go out with tefillin, is it going, is it going on the, according to the rabbi who says that you not know that we wear tefillin on Shabbat? Or, but not according to the rabbi who says you can wear tefillin? Versus no, even according to the Rabbi, who says you can wear tefillin on Shabbat. Lawyer, you can't go out. Because we're worried you might carry it for a month, might take them off, and carry them for a month. You got it. So we're saying, don't say the Mishnah is only good according to Rabbi, says you can't wear tefillin. It's even, it's even according to the other rabbis. Okay. The demat- what was that? Yeah, That's the reason why
1: we don't wear it today, Rabbi, right?
0: To carry it. Uh, no, no. We hold like this, Rabbi. We said, right. this um, not the the Ika de I say, Rabbi. some learn it the other way.
1: When it comes to Tefillin, we said you can't. Um, I know this is a little bit of a side question, but when it comes to Tefillin, we said you can't wear it outside because we're afraid you're going to take it off. What about like a talit? People wear it outside. Shouldn't it be, you know, they wear it outside for the same reason?
0: Ah. you think about a talit that you wear outside? jean about Talit Godot, right? Yeah. Should be your
1: frame? Maybe you just take it off and carry it?
0: Well, I'll tell you the difference. Um, when it comes to... Uh, Tifeline, were worried that the strap could rip, according to Oswald. If the strap rips, you won't have to carry it. We're not so worried about that with clothes. <laughs> but how would the strap rip? I don't get that. They rip eventually. You, you never change the straps, Carl? I did, but, uh, you know, it's not going to happen just by walking outside, um, worrying oh my, you know. Well, when, exactly. you strap, when the straps rip, they just rip on you. And once they rip, you might carry it. No, if you want to be worried about the talit, then you want not be worried about any clothing you wear. But, right, right. Yeah, the okay, so, oh, said, but good. Okay. What have Ben said in here? Ben is saying, tell so you, got to worry about it. Worry about your shirt. Don't work out with the shirt, maybe a little bit. Right. Okay. Okay. Says you might have some learner on the The safer that if he goes out we said about all these things that if you go out with them you're not khayav khatat amor of safar of Safra says lote mali badman tfilinu Now it is the time for tefilin. that you're not that you are not khayav khatat ela yil man damasho lazim tfilinu in dalakh mavush avida which means like this According to the rabbi who says that Shabbat is not a time for tefillin. So you might have thunk that if you're walking outside wearing tefillin, it's like you're carrying them. Because since you're not getting a mitzvah, so you're just carrying it. So we're coming to tell you, even that rabbi who says it's not a time for tefillin, he agrees that since you're doing it in a wearing way, even though you're not getting a mitzvah, but you're wearing them, you would not be chayav Khatat. It's only a of The rabbis, you might carry it, but you're not chayav because it's not, it's not a burden on you. It's not a masui. You got that? Yeah. Awesome. Let's go. Now we have the question of Kamiya. We're going to start it now. I'm going to, because we started late, I'm going to end it soon, but I want to at least get to the, to turn the page on the Kamiya. We said in the Mishnah, you can't walk out with the Kamiya if it's not from what that means. Amra. Again, a kamiya is a little thing on your thing, on your you wear to take care of a disease or something. Okay. Amra Papa. tema di mumcha gavra mumcha Of course, you don't need it to be that the the, the is on the ga- kamiya, which means you could have a kamiya that's worked a bunch of times. People many people have worn it to get rid of this particular thing, and you could have the, the writer of the Kamiya can be an expert, and he's an expert to both. He says, you don't need to have the writer an expert and the Kamiya being an expert. Since the guy is an expert, even though the Kamiya has not been tried, still it's okay to wear it outside, as long as the guy who wrote it has demonstrated that he writes good Kamiyas. I'll prove it to you from the Mishnah, if you look at the language. Dictanic, because the Mishnah's language is, V'lo B'kamiya She'ein No Sh'mina Now with the Kamiya that's not from a mumcha. So from a mumcha sounds like it's the guy who's a mumcha. V'lo Katani B'zman No if it would have said bizman She'ein Mumcha, when it's not a mumcha, that's referring to the Kamiya itself. But it's not mina No It sounds like the guy who wrote it has to be a mumcha. now we see as long as the guy was an expert, it's okay. Good. Is that clear? Yeah. Yeah, what that. What's that, Ben? What's that? No, no. It doesn't have to rub right like, for the same problem. For example, the toothache. All the three, two times to three, three times has to be for... I can't uh-huh. hear anything. It's not clear. How about you cut off? Okay. How about
1: you, 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 you cut off? I mean, over there.
0: What'd you say, Ben? You, you cut up. I couldn't hear you. Okay, I said the problem is no problem on Tuesday. The only problem is on Shabbat because it's a carrying problem. Hey, oh, yeah. okay, I can find it nicely. Do this. Bye bye. Can you hear me, you hear me guys? You're cutting off. You no, I can't, we can't hear you. They can't hear me. No. Oh, no. Carl? There's a way to do the audio. Oh, wow. You can't do it like that.
1: Rabbi, if you want, you could call in on your phone. Oh, you're using your phone for the Zoom.
0: Yeah, let me... What's the call in number? Can I call in? Give me the call in number. I'll call in on the other and I'll, I'll merge the calls.
1: You want the call in number? Put for it Zoom? on the
0: chat. Yeah, you can check on your Zoom. It'll tell you what the call number is next to the audio.
1: No, you have to, you have to call a number before you put that number in. Uh, what's
0: going on? Can you hear me now, guys? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go. If I ever have a problem, I'll just switch to the other audio. Okay. So we're at Tanu Rabanan Rabanan. Tanu Rabanan. Ezu Kamiya What is a Kamiya that is expert? Kol Anything that cured a guy once, a second time and a third time, it's good. It makes no difference if the Kamiya is a written Kamiya or it's a Kamiya with herbs inside. It could cure a guy from a deathly sickness, even it could cure a guy from a non deathly sickness. It's okay. Not only for a guy who already has a disease, but even if you want to prevent the disease, you're allowed to wear it. The guy doesn't have to be sick to wear it. He could even just not want to get sick, and he's allowed to wear it. You're allowed to put it on and take it off, even if you're in B'Shut an As long as you don't put it, turn the page... Don't tie it to your bracelet or don't tie it to your ring. Don't walk out to public property while it's tied to your ring or bracelet. Because people are going to think that you're doing something wrong if you do that. They're worried that if you tie it, if you attach it to your bracelet or ring, it's going to look like you're wearing it as a jewelry. And of course, that's not allowed. So therefore, don't put it to the bracelet. Just tie it to yourself and then it's okay. Now didn't we learn it in the Brita? We said it has to do three different people. And we said before in the first Braita that it could heal it could heal somebody three times. Make up your mind. Is it three times and even on the same guy? So let's say you have one guy getting sick, right? Uh let's say um Irving gets a cold, and it cure. Irving says, this Kamiya cured me three times. According to the first bright, it worked three times, it's good. According to the second Brite, no. Has to be for three people. Me, and him, and Carl together, that has to work. But Irving three times wouldn't be enough. So we have a contradiction of the Brite. Does that be three different people? Only one person. So it says, Ha, the le- ha one is telling you how to figure out if a person becomes an expert and the other one's figuring out whether the Kamiya is an expert so in other words if I have a certain Kamiya and I want to know is that Kamiya a good Kamiya even if it does Irving three times it's a good Kamiya it doesn't need to do three different people but in order to become an expert that you could use a Kamiya that's not proven yet. In other words, if we have a guy, we'll call him Ralph. And Ralph is a Kamiya maker. Right? He read a book, he went to a course, and now he's a Kamiya maker. How do we We're allowed to carry his Kamiyas around on Shabbat. So for that, you need to have a Kamiya that worked on three different people. Once Ralph made a Kamiya that worked on three different people, then you could use another Kamiya of Ralph's that is unproven, and wear that on Shabbat. Is that clear, guys? Yeah. Once it hit, yeah. Once it goes through the three people, then uh, it automatically uh, he doesn't he can do it on one person oh. after that. Excellent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is everyone with me over here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Herb, did you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Good says the Gemara, I'm Rapapa, says, Pshitali, it's obvious to me. Tlat letat Gavri. If, you, if the guy made three different types of Kamiyas for three different people, me three different times. What? He's proven his Kamiyas and he's proven himself. And now his Kamiyas will always work and he's always good. Tlata Kamiya Gabi If he did three different kamiyas for three different people Zimna each one only cured one time so he's claiming if the three things cured three oh, wait, we're losing you Rabbi, I didn't hear you. Uh, uh, let me do. Didn't like hear, Rabbi. Rabbi. Can you hear, Could you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: You okay. Let's do it like this. It.
0: So it's clearly it's obvious to me. If he does three tamiyas to three different guys, three different times, then both his Kamiyas and he became experts. If he does three different Kamiyas to three guys, but each one only cured them once, then he's an expert, but his Kamiyas are not. Uh-huh. Okay my what happens if you did three Kamiyas to one person meaning one guy got cured three times to one guy does he become an expert with that or do we say no he only cures one guy let's clarify of course the, the Kamiya didn't become an expert because the Kamiya, only each one only worked once Mia Amrina, do we say, I'm sorry, did the guy become good, or he didn't become good? and do we say, He cured him three times, so it work? Or Dilma, or maybe we say, This guy has a mazal that he's easily cured. So the fact that you cured this day three times, doesn't make you an expert to cure other people, or maybe not the Gemara ends off We're not sure whether this guy became an expert or not. Okay, so we're going to start Thank tomorrow you. from Lahu. Is that clear, guys? Yeah. Yep. Thank you, guys. See you on the spot. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi. question. Tomorrow night, eight thirty. What'd you say? Eight thirty tomorrow I'm going to try to do the questions, Carl, but. Maybe- Hold on a minute. I have two different things going on here. What's your question, Carl? No, it's about um, dipping something. If you, if you found something that needed to be dipped, uh, what's the story in this time? In, uh, in
1: these
0: I, recommend, times? I recommend the ocean.
1: Okay, you must dip it, and, you, and the ocean is the best place.
0: Yes, you could do... They, they say that they sanitize Achiezer, but the ocean is right here. Just drive right the ocean. Got it. Okay. Cool.
1: Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Have a good night.
0: Irving.